It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Puerto Rican pistol. Danny got old. He ain't got time for shit no more. Right. (laughs) Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. We're all here. (laughs) What's up, guys? Hey, guys. What up? Wait a minute. That that is not the appropriate intro. (laughs) Cal didn't say anything about bringing the ball. Give it, Cal. Bringing the bowl. There's no setup. There it is. No, no, there was no setup. (laughs) Drew skipped the foreplay this week. Wow. Uh, There you have it. You know what never skips the foreplay, though? Cigar noise. Cigar noise never skips the foreplay. They need mostly foreplay, actually. They need a jingle. What would their jingle be, Drew? I don't know, but... uh, I need to talk to Dave about that. Maybe part of the deep thoughts segment? <laughs> I'd have to... <laughs> Mo, have you stopped laughing since last week? <laughs> I don't think so. I was listening to it again, and, you know, I listen every week to see what we can do better, and then we just keep doing the same thing every week. So I yeah, guess, we don't change I don't it. know why I'm listening. Well, but there's just so many I, things. Right. One at a time. Uh, but I will tell you that I, I listened to that portion again, and I, I think what set me off was just how matter of fact Drew was in not having anything. And he almost made it seem as if you were an absolute moron for thinking that he would. And I think that that's kind of what set me off, and I thought it was so hilarious. That was spot on. That was the <laughs> truth. <laughs> very true. I mean, every single week, I know it's not there, but every single week. Anyway. He has um, hope. Yep. Persistence. So, you know, somebody once asked me point. what it's like trying to build a cigar brand, and I said it's kind of like Andy Dufresne in Shawshank Redemption. Remember when he started with that little pick into the wall, and then finally he got through that wall? If that, you know, you guys have seen that movie. I'm assuming it's a classic. I've never, sure. I've never seen it. That no. you're missing out. And. Um, and that's what it feels like. So, Kyle, I, I can see where you're going with this. You're kind of like Andy Dufresne. You're going to pick and pick and pick until one day you get through and Drew's going to have a deep thought. But that's the thing is, like, one out of every ten times or something, he busts out something, like, fantastic. I know. And it's worth the ask every time. You got, yeah. a, you got a few more times to build up to, then. That's all right. That's <laughs> all right. It's all good. All right. All right. Speaking of things that build up, Danny, you got old. Danny. Birthday. Yesterday old. was your birthday. It was. Happy birthday, man. Birthday, Danny. Appreciate it. 39. Happy, happy birthday, bro. No, you're young shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Compared to you guys. Cow. Danny's got the same thing going as me. We're, we grow, uh, I'm going gray in my beard and, and all that, and it seems like you are, too, at a very young age. So am I Dude, what, what's funny is I look at like, you know, your Facebook memories and not, not two years ago, three, like, I don't know, two and a half years ago, it was not this great. I mean, it's just yeah. like, cigar like, industry, bro. no doubt. It's like, what is going on? Um, so if Skip, I, I would, if, Skip, if Skip's listening to this, Skip Martin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. No, 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 but it's just, well, Skip gone great too. Yeah, but Skip's also young. like, Skip's uh, what six, seven years older than me, right? So it's like, 
Yeah, but still, bro. We we normally associate, maybe we're just getting older, but grades is associated with, you know, 50s, 60s. I mean, that said, I do got a bunch of kids, right? I mean, it's like... Yeah, that too. That, that kind of kills it. Uh, but uh, whatever. I don't care. It looks distinguished. Like, I, I, I mess with, I tell my wife I'm going to use, like, that just for men stuff. And yeah. she she dares me to end my life. She, yeah. She, she would kill me. She loves the girl. Yeah. But when it makes you look a lot like, I had one guy the other day ask me if I was 41 years old. And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> you know, and that's what happens when you kind of have that gray. So, whatever. Yeah. You're all mature. Growing up. Growing up, it was good to look older. Like when I was sure. 13, 14, 15, I, people thought I was 18, 19, 20 the whole time. And, you know, kind of that whole thing. And then, um, like in my 20s, people thought I was a little old, but then it just didn't stop. And it's like, yeah, what are you like, 35? I'm like, God damn, I'm 29. I'm 30. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so now it's just like, people don't know yeah. what age I am. So. No. Yeah. I look great for 50. It's just, I'm 39. <laughs> <laughs> Nailing it. Nailing it. So, so it looked like you kind of did up the celebration yesterday. What was that all about? Tell us about that that adventure. My, my wife always does something. Um, so yesterday we we rented this we rented a party bus to give us a tour of a bunch of Texas wineries. Um, and uh, as you can tell by the timestamps, I had to wait till way later in the evening to post my pictures because. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was, you know, it was great. It was like, you know, 40, it was about an hour outside the city. And then we just hit up all these different wineries and we went to the original Salt Lake, uh, restaurant, which was, um, uh, I mean, it looked fabulous. Um, it was about an hour and a half wait and we just said, you know, forget it. Let's just party on. Uh, so we just kept going and, and, uh, you know, we love wine and, and all these kind of different varietals that they have here and blends and stuff. And I love, uh, cheese boards, like mix of cheeses and prosciutto yeah. and honey and nuts and stuff like that. And all these places had something like that. So, you know, stuff, for, stuff like that for me is, is great. Um, getting gifts is cool. Um, but I don't know, like I, I really love doing, doing stuff. Right. So, yeah. um, and then we went to dinner, uh, at night, um, shout out to Skip. Thanks for paying for that. That was, was fabulous. Uh, nice. so yeah, no, it was, it was great. Uh-huh. Very cool. Yep. And then got the day off to uh, to recover. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. There it is. I, I I appreciated the the photo in this like party bus limo thing. I don't know what it was. Yeah. It had the whole the whole cooler full of Red Bull. I thought that For was sure. Yeah. yeah. That was my, that was another uh, wife touch. She she went and got got the pack of Red Bull and. Filled it up with ice and I'm like, all right, party, let's do it. There it uh, is. Rosales brought Rosales brought a few bottles of bourbon that didn't survive the day, uh, and then you know, but it was a, it was a great it was a great time. Nice, happy Labor Day, guys. By the way, yeah, happy Labor Day. Thank you. <laughs> I was I was born on Labor Day, which is cool because my dad was super excited that he didn't have to take a day off of work for me, for, you know, to be at the hospital with my mom. Um, and then uh, the true story. So he got to go back to work the next day. Didn't have to miss a, miss a, miss a beat. Nice. How many times <laughs> did you have to hear growing up about being in labor on Labor Day? 
Uh, yeah, that's how I know every year. Every year, <laughs> thirty-nine times probably. I don't remember the first few, but cow, uh, cigar boys noise, cigar noise boys. Last week we're talking about your dad jokes. Yeah, I was just <laughs> starting to listen to that episode right before this. Yeah, they sure did. That was one of them. Cow's dad Excellent. jokes. <laughs> that's what makes the uh, that's what makes the show. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Shows me how cool I am. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Danny. Uh, all right, so we got a wild potpourri of topics today. All right, uh, so strap in for total randomness. Strap on. No, not strap on. <laughs> oh. Calm down, Drew. Strap on for total randomness. <laughs> I feel like I don't want to come to your house. Um, all right, so we had a question from our buddy V Cut Everything. Thoughts on retailers buying hard to find or limited cigars for themselves before the customers get a chance? That- uh, Richie, right? Down in Georgia. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Mel. No, I was going to say that's an interesting question because um, I really haven't seen too much of that. I think the majority of guys that I know, or, you know, at least responsible retailers, they're going to get something in that's hard to find and they're going to want to move it out because it's easy cash flow. So, um, but that's not always the case. Uh, I think the smart thing is if, if you are one of those shop owners that does, you know, like a certain release of a cigar, whatever you want to keep it for yourself before you give it to your customers. Ultimately, man, that's, that's your decision. And, you know, basically you're not, you're not going to make any money on it. So, but ultimately everybody has the, the, the right to make that decision for themselves. Doesn't make it right or wrong. Just that's what they decided. I don't know. That's legit. I I usually see it less with shop owners than with employees of shops. Where it's like, this is the cool thing you can do because you work here. You can get the good stuff. Sure. Yeah. So so is the question like them hunting, like them hunting them and buying them? Or is the question like, uh, like them getting them to sell, but then they obviously it's for them to get them at wholesale to to sell, but then actually just keeping or the majority of them. I took it as the second one. Yeah, that's how I took it. Yeah, um, it's up to them. I mean, obviously, you know, if you owned a brand and you made these things, you want them to go to your customers, right? Um, because that's those are the people paying. In essence, paying the bills, right? Right. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. You know, that said, I don't have a problem with the shop holding on to them, right? Like, like uh, for me, you know, there's a bunch of LEs and stuff. I, I wouldn't mind. I'd rather be the last guy with them than the first guy to kind of blow them out and now it's over, right? Sure. Um, and then you'd be like, hey, you know, I got these available and, you know, they're really hard to find now. I'd love to put them in sampler packs or something, right? Like, especially if you only got like five boxes or something, right? Or, yeah. or like kind of in our case, right? So um, now as far as them holding on to them literally for themselves, that's 
it's kind of that's kind of weird, tough to to hold all the alleys they get for a specific alley and not share at all. Or whatever. I don't know. There was a shop here back in the day that this is like early two thousands when Opus were like huge and uh, like Ashton VSGs when you literally couldn't get them. Yeah, back in the day. And uh, I remember they, when they would get a good, you know, Vitola in, uh, you wouldn't see it. It would go to one of their customers that would spend a shit ton of money, and he'd just sell them the whole box. Or it would go, that, to, that, it would go to the owner. That's a great point. That's a great point. I think you're more likely to see that. Is then there you a are, to that, though? Then you are the owner taking it for themselves. Yeah. Of course there is, yeah. Guy that spends, you know, I don't know, say a thousand, couple thousand dollars a month at a shop. And then what, selling them the box or piecing it out to your best customer? No, normally he would he would sell it to him. He knew that guy liked Opus or whatever, so he'd, oh, when, right, it, right. when the good Vitola came in, he'd sell him it. So, so basically he'd end up pissing off a couple of guys who didn't spend anywhere near as much. Well, most people, awesome most people wouldn't know they even came in. That's true. The reality is, man, you know, I don't agree with that, but I understand it. Yeah. Not that I don't know. I shouldn't say I don't agree with it. I understand it. I wouldn't do it myself. Which what? But this is that's a different scenario than what Drew said. Yeah, right. Totally different scenario. But that's what you're more likely to see than a retailer just keeping it for himself or herself. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's really weird. Especially like the whole lot, right? Like they got five or ten boxes, right. and they kick them all. You know, yeah, that's weird. Like I, I can see you keeping one, maybe two boxes for yourself, and you selling the rest or piecing it out or or whatever. But and I think I think holding it for your best customers, or you know, you got a big patina follower, big Roma guy, and and yeah. you know, you want you want that guy. You know that guy's on vacation, but if you don't hold them for him, they're gone. And you're doing that, man. That's that goes back to, you know, what makes a good retailer a great retailer or whatever, uh, or the difference between a good and a great or a good and a bad. Because um, there, you know, you identify your customer base. You know what it is they like and want, and you're taking care of them. Yeah. I'll say this, man. You know, like uh, I had a retailer because I'm switching factories, right? And so they're like, well, uh, we have a vintage area, and we want to order X amount of patina uh made at Mombacho, right? Wait a second. Because they want to they want to put that in their vintage. You're switching factories? Yes. You didn't say this on the podcast yet. That is true. I did it? Brand new. We don't have a breaking news. Jeez. Really? Take that. Take that to our topic all all planned out to to tee that up (laughs) in case you wanted to talk about it. But here you go. Take that half wheel. Busting that shit out in the middle of the podcast. I didn't really really talk about well the good thing is that nobody (laughs) You heard it first, right here. Yeah, on the yeah, salt the smoke. It was coming tomorrow. Now we know the title of the podcast. Breaking yeah, but I, I didn't say where, but I just said I'm, you know, whatever. So uh, there will be an announcement. But the, um, you know, they said, hey, listen, <laughs> we we want to want to put some of this stuff in our vintage. It's part of the story, right? So there's nothing wrong with that. I think if a retailer wants to build build a vintage uh, part of their humidor or hard to find stuff. Um, I think that makes shops, uh, people will seek out those shops. I mean, 
if you look at Casa de Monte Cristo, for example, in Chicago, they have that whole vintage humidor, right? Yeah. I mean, people drive in from Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Indiana, Ohio, just to, you know, get some of the old stuff, you know? Um, Costa, Smoke Maniunk, has a stash of, of stuff that he ages uh, and that'll break out a few years later for his best customers, typically. Right? So, I don't think there's anything. I think it's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that's 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 different. Which though, is too, different right? too, like, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. N- it's not necessarily limited. It's just right. You know what the 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 chap you know chapter two of your patina story, right? Um, and and they're holding on to copies of chapter one, which is which is pretty dope. So yeah. Which, by the way, I'm going to need the secret password code for Casa this weekend. So just have one. Oh yeah, you're coming. When what day are you coming to Chicago? Saturday, Sunday, leave Monday. Oh, I'll, there. I'll be here. Okay. Yeah, let me know. That's your password. You gotta see Mo. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. See Mo. There's no sneaking past him. Oh, that's the toll. Hey, whoa, wait, what? Exactly. <laughs> uh what else we got, Cal? Click away, Cal. From... Click away. Yeah, we got there you go. <laughs> we three from him. So yeah, here's right. number two. Number two from him. When you're texting, do you send a bunch of short messages or one long text? All right. Nobody <laughs> sends fucking anything. Depend- I, I'm, I'm more of the bunch of short texts. <clears throat> Me too. I'd rather a bunch of shorts, uh, but sometimes it ends up getting a long one in there. <laughs> That's what she said, Jacob. Exactly. Dad jokes. No, that's bad joke. <laughs> that's bad like twelve year old jokes. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah, for me, a short message is like adding a period or a comma, right? Which I'm not really good at in texting. So I it's almost like I text the way I talk, right? So it's like little text and then another little text, little text, little text, and then you should be able to put it all together. You put a paragraph in there. You you send me a long paragraph, two paragraphs. I'm probably not reading it, unless I know I have to. <laughs> Good to know. Called ADD. Click some Click. more cow. Get us another cow? topic. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> no cow. Uh, what do you What do you oh, think, cow? He already I said short. Sure. Um, I do both depending on the the topic. Like I. If it's earlier in the day, I'll try to send it all in one so I don't buzz somebody's phone a lot of times and maybe wake them up. So thoughtful. Because I wake up at like 5.30. I don't want to wake people up at like 9. So. I have woken up to some text in the group chat. Like, jeez. Drew's usually our early morning guy. Got to put in those hours at work. You're up before me. That doesn't mean I text before you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I know I know you're up, so if it has to do with you, I text. <laughs> that's legit. <laughs> that's legit. All right. Uh, so another one from him. So on Instagram, people do some giveaways and stuff where they'll ask you to tag people, right? So do you do you think differently or, or anything like that about people who tag you in all of the different giveaways. 
Are they tagging you because you're one of like the three friends that they've got, or are they tagging you because 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 they actually care and want you to like win as well? I'm not sure. There's a way to tell. <laughs> Have you figured out how to tell? I don't get tagged in many, so that's uh, that's why I was wondering. I get tagged every once in a while, and I depending on who it is, it's rarely someone that I'm like, oh, that's my boy. Like, cool, no no problem. It's usually somebody just tagging every person I can think of. And then I'm just like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna participate. I mean, but I know they're just doing it to make their entry legit, like, yeah, legit, right, or fulfill their requirements for the entry. Uh, it doesn't happen to me often though, so that's that's cool. Except for now, everyone and their mother's gonna do it, so I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feel free to tag me. Plenty of people do. I ignore there it. There you go. I get I get enough enough random things from Instagram that I just wildly ignore it and don't care. So go for it if you need a random name to throw in there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. Attention whore cow. <laughs> That's the opposite of being an attention whore. I will not pay attention to it at all and ignore it. So speaking of attention whores, uh, Danny, you just got a question in right now. Ouch. Uh, yeah, I got a couple. Um, are you out of questions already? No, not at all. I just thought that this one was great. The last one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get some reaction to see if we should actually do it. Go so this for is, it. Uh, this is Rudy <laughs> from out in Arizona at Fine Ash. Says, who would slay more ladies in their prime? You, meaning me, or Mo? There's now, I'm, zero chance that I'm answering that. I'm I'm a love I'm offended, you, Rudy, but yeah, I'm offended for Cow and and Drew. <laughs> Here comes the instigator. Like, well, we got we got. What are you one trying to say? He's trying to figure out three and four. That's what God, it was. Yeah. I'm definitely <laughs> oh, for yeah. that. There you go. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Cal's definitely on top of that list. On top of a lot of things. Yeah, did you see how he chugged that Red Bull? I guess they both did. That's what it was, the chugging a Red Bull. <laughs> I had to take a break. I took a break. <laughs> top, top of the mm-hmm. AP poll. Mm-hmm. What, but, uh, is he saying we're not in our, I'm not in my prime? I think I'm cooler now than I ever was in my 20s. Oh, yeah. I mean, same here. Like, I mean, I was a fucking accountant. Yeah, which is... <laughs> I don't know. I hear about the accounting orgy party. Yeah, that's not all a, over the world. I, I have not a thing. That's not, that a, not a thing. Not a panty I, dropper uh, job. No, it was. It was, it was like, well, the type of work I was doing, I was typically um, put in a small ass room in a part of the building of the client where nobody else wanted to go, and that was pretty much it. Nobody wanted to talk to you. Nobody wanted to deal with you. So. Yeah, I was in IT for a long time, so yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, Rudy, I love you. All due respect. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip on answering that one. That's gonna yeah. get me in trouble. <laughs> what you got next? Danny, how would you answer? Me? Yeah. Well, he's gonna say himself. Come on now. Yeah, I'm going to say myself. No, listen, uh, I hit my prime well after I got married because my wife uh, 
taught, <laughs> she trained me really well. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, uh, I'm way better now, uh, than I was, but my prime is, is my prime is being used to maintain the, the marriage I have now. Oh boy. That's a smart man right there. What an yeah. answer. I mean, I already outkicked my coverage. I mean, how much better am I going to do? Yeah. And, and, and I, I echo that for Danny because I know that part of entering the prime is, is not, you know, being in a serious relationship, you know, you yeah. start to really learn yourself more than anything. My wife says, I'm never leaving you. I've, I've, I've trained you so well. I, I don't want somebody <laughs> else to take my, my work. I'm like, well, yeah. true story. Yeah. That's how they look at it. <laughs> Danny, is she sitting right next to you right now? <laughs> Ugly, staring at me with a knife in her hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. All right. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> wow. Oh, jeez. Doesn't get old. No. It um, does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> What do you, right. what you uh, got, Cal? So, uh, question from Whiskey Jim. As much as we love pairing our cigars with drinks like Red Bull or Starbucks or Dunkin', do you think the brands hate being mentioned along with the cigars? Does it hurt their brand to be seen with the cigars? I think most of them probably have tags blocked and they don't even know it. I would say no. Like, where they would never say the word tobacco with their product, they love that. Hey, we got a pen, you know, we got a way to a, a brand penetration on this in this aspect. We're just gonna, you know, we're gonna keep our hands and you know eyes off of it and just let it go. But no, it it's impossible for them to hate it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like good. No, no, I was going to say, I think part of the reason why, you know, we, we joke about Danny's sponsorship campaign, but the reality is, as much as Red Bull might want to throw Danny some stuff and, and loves what he's doing, they're not going to support it because there's cigars involved. Yeah. People are so scared to mess with tobacco right now, man. They just, you know, they just don't want to do it. Yeah, There's a lot more money in anti-tobacco. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Yep. The only way they would dislike it is if it got gigantic, right? Absolutely huge, so th- such that their brand got associated with it all the time. Right, right. It's not going to happen with cigars. Yeah. I, I will tell you, out of the two bigger companies that I've tagged with cigar pictures that actually liked the picture, one of them was, uh, or three of them, Ice Mountain Water, which is like a Midwestern uh, bottled water company. Um, Four Roses Bourbon, which uh, I reposted a, a picture by uh, Jared Rischke out in, in Washington. Really nice picture of Patina. And then uh, Mariano's, which is a grocery store chain here. Those are the only three companies that when I tagged them, they actually liked the picture. Hmm. Yeah, the, the bourbon and beer places, yeah. they'll, they'll like that. Yeah. They're all about it. Cool. But yeah, Duncan, no, never. Starbucks, never. No, especially Starbucks. So those guys are way too healthy for that shit. Yeah. Well, that they play themselves off as that. Exactly. 
Exactly. I mean, their their stuff has tons of sugar in it, so I wouldn't. I don't know how healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There okay. you go. It's like uh, kind of premature and half done, Drew. Yeah. You think so? I That's think what she so. said. I think so. You got to commit. You got to go all in. <sighs> all right. Speaking of going all in, uh, mm-hmm. our buddy Marty Pape wants to know when are we going in with this uh, cow magnet? When is it releasing? Is it before or after the Patina Broadleaf in 2021? <laughs> oh. I, I have to uh, recheck with Esteban. I gotta, I gotta check with Esteban. I'll call the factory tomorrow. Let's see. But we'll have an update next on. week. Yeah, I mean, check back once the check back in 2021, though, for sure. <laughs> but you know. All right. Here's the better question: Are we more yeah. likely to get an update on that or a deep thought with Drew? Probably on that. Oh, <laughs> no, you'll you'll definitely get an update. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean the information is going to change, but yeah. <laughs> it's legit. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, so I wish. Yeah, wouldn't that be pimp? Um, anybody who can make it happen, cow magnet. Oh, there's a there's a ton that I can make. Well, then you'll get a cease and desist <laughs> from, from Roma. <laughs> well, that's why it's you guys that have to do it. <laughs> So I really, I, I guess I mean, if, if, if one of the two people at Roma Craft <laughs> that wants to make this happen, uh, <laughs> wants to do it, you know, I'm all ears. We yeah. have at least one buyer, guys. Right. How much better does it get? Oh, no, you got four buyers right here. For yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. So what's funny is just to kind of, you know, give a little behind the curtain thing, the, and, and as a guy that's had to deal with, um, this year of having three store exclusives blow up with uh, cigars that either never existed before or haven't haven't been around since 2014, and the backlash and kind of the butt hurtiness and the you know the retailers you know being fairly upset at these shops getting these exclusives and them not getting anything, um, which is a real thing, people. Uh, if you don't know, um, whenever you see a store exclusive. Trust me, there are other stores that are looking at that and saying, what the fuck? Like, why can't I do that? You're right. Um, yeah. I could not imagine. And I know earlier you had said the number of 500, right? If I did a limited edition, 500 cigars and 10, 10, cigar, or 10 cigars in a box, 50 boxes, I can't imagine the, how crazy the retailers would get that not only are you not in a store, you know, like – you know, who the, who the fuck is this guy that he gets, you know, I mean, everybody should know who you are, but they wouldn't, <laughs> there comes the backtracking. They, wouldn't necessarily, they wouldn't necessarily agree with that. Like I would have taken those 50 boxes, you know, the store exclusive. Well, it should, be, it, po- should be, it should be made for the store that cow uh, frequents the most. Yeah. Small batch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easy um, money, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, for sure. Cow, if I could, if I could make a cow magnet, I would for you, man. We could think of a different name. Yeah, 
We need to make cow a cigar, Mo. Let's make it happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cow We know too many people. The Drew will be some Dominican heavy cigar, and the and the Moo Cow will be a good one. Exactly. So. This <laughs> 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 uh, kid is. Is Cal gone? Do we, he, he do we lose Cal? <laughs> he's he's <laughs> muted. <laughs> he he's, got per- hung, he's over there. Hung up on me. He's over there tapping away at his computer. He's emailing Skip Martin right now. <laughs> <laughs> right, sorry, my microphone got muted for no fucking reason. There he is. Uh, <laughs> I was like talking that whole time. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Anyway, uh, we'll get a cigar together somehow. It'll be great. Um, I don't know about that, but we'll make it. It'll be. <laughs> Switching there gears. You go. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm, I'm not laughing anymore. Did we lose him again? Tapping <laughs> the fucking mute button. Which one are you guys fucking getting my microphone? How do we mute me? I definitely did not touch the fucking mute button. I keep, I keep looking up, I, and then it has a little mute next to the cow. I was going to say, spiritual intervention. Only spirit Drew. you believe in uh, cow is bourbon. I don't even know how to do it, but I'm going to find out. God damn it. Yeah. All right, so let's, let's, let's try to get a question in before I drop off again. Um, I'm not even touching anything here. Hurry up. All right, so, so it's September. That means, means fall's coming, guys. What are your favorite and least favorite things about fall? Fall? Oh. Um, pumpkin spice is a here. least favorite. Yeah, yeah, pumpkin spice is my least favorite. <laughs> is that oh, what you're man, looking for, Cal? That stuff's coming, man. I'm looking for whatever you got. Cal loves real. pumpkin spice. Uh, no, actually, I actually really like fall. So I love fall. The weather's yeah. great. You can sit outside on the patio and smoke a lot. Pumpkin spice sucks. <laughs> I would put pumpkin spice in fucking everything on the planet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't tried it. He's secretly a white girl. <laughs> that's, that's not a secret. What about this podcast made you think that's a secret? A basic, a basic white girl. Basic white girl. <laughs> Do you wear Ugg? Do you wear Uggs? Yeah. No, that shit's expensive. I'm cheap. <laughs> Uggs and yoga pants. I'm going to buy you some Uggs. Dude, you don't want to see me in yoga pants. <laughs> uh, some, That's a terrible idea. Some Lululemon pants and uh, Uggs. What did you just say? Oh, come on. If you what have a girlfriend, a... you know Lululemon. Wait a minute. Holy shit. You're kidding. I have a wife, wait, so wait, I know Lululemon. No, 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 no. What did you just call it? Lululemon? No, Lululemon. Lululemon's a, that's a brand, right? Yeah. Lululemon. Yeah. Lululemon. What's it's wrong not, with you guys? It's that's not. What I mean. That's what Lululemon, I knew what it's not some sort of French designer. <laughs> <laughs> Lululemon. <laughs> you know what's funny is that it's actually, it's better that he didn't know exactly how to pronounce it. But... No, first of all, no. okay. <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on. on. Mo's, a, Mo's about to attack you for not being basic yeah. enough. No, yeah. no, 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 Hold on a second. First of all, if you would have invested, invested in Lululemon like six, seven years ago, you'd be a fucking millionaire right now because their stock absolutely went through the roof. I mean, it took some dips, but so number one. Number two, 
they are a company. Now, I don't wear their stuff. I don't, I don't, uh, I, to me, it's, um, they do have a men's. They well, a men's line, let's be real. Right? It's not really men's. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, it's never appealed to me. But um, they sell a crap ton of stuff, right? But, yeah, they, that's, like, one of the most recognizable brands. So, like, maybe I know how to say it right, but, geez, that's hilarious. Lululemon. That's great. Got to spice uh, it on, up a bit. I'm on, Drew's, their, I'm on Drew's side on this one. And saying it wrong? Yeah, because that means he doesn't know much about it, but he knows it exists because of his wife. That's like saying Nike. No, because he no. wears Nikes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have a, I, got, I have a pair of Nikes. God. Checks over stripes, baby. I think that's different. Stop. Where, where, where have you been that you knew the name, that they said the name, and you were like, oh, that, like uh, freaking for what, a year and a half on the podcast or longer, we said uh, <laughs> Boveda packs. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, that was ignorant. <laughs> we try, we try to avoid ignorance. Well, thank you for Do educating it. me on how to say a woman's clothing line. It's not women's; it's both. <laughs> it used to be, it used to be totally women's, and they started coming out with guys' stuff. If women, you want to pay fifty dollars for a workout T-shirt? That's your place. Women's and questionable men's attire. No, we don't discriminate Do here, Drew. Do I'll I pay fifty bucks if I don't actually have to work out. <laughs> it'll go right next to my b shirt but you know and, and, and if you think about lululemon actually uh they lululemon um they actually were kind of a trendsetter because if you look at when they came out with their men's workout attire it was it was kind of like that next generation of of the trend right if drew you remember like when we started working out you still had those guys that would wear like Zubaz pants to the gym. Oh yeah. And like, then slowly it started like, okay, you wore Nike, you wore Under Armour, whatever. And, and that kind of stuff faded out. Mm-hmm. Right. And then this newer generation started wearing like these like skinnier cut type pants and stuff like that. And Lululemon was kind of like the first to really do that. And then Nike and Reebok and Adidas started copying a lot of that stuff and introducing it into their, you know, fitness lines, if you will. I mean, I, I would say that they were kind of the, so, yeah, it, it started out as a women's clothing company, but it, they make a lot of dude stuff. But the logo is still the silhouette of a woman's head, I think, even on the men's stuff, I think. All right, Mo, it's time to come clean. How many pieces of their clothing do you own? Zero. I am wearing the same under Armour workout pants that I've worn since I lived in Tulsa. Is that what the logo is? Is the a woman's head? I think so. Is that what that is that what they're going for with that? Well, I mean, it was a women's uh, fitness. Uh, Just give it a second. Yeah. Cow's googling right now. It looks like yeah, uh, I see it already. Like the it's like Ohm's part of the signal. Starbucks logo. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. There you have it. There it is. Oh. There it is. I think there's a question about a Vitola, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't see a question about a Vitola. If you could only it smoke one Vitola. The logo is, the letter, is a letter A. Referencing athletically hip. Which is the original name of the company. Hmm. Wow. Athletically hip. Boom. Oh, so what, it's not the silhouette. I mean, it looks like the silhouette of... Like with pigtails or something? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's not. It's an A. Come it's on, not. man. I've known that. That's zero last. chance. They probably just started saying that shit when they introduced the men's stuff. Okay. <laughs> 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 it could be. This article's from 2018, so... Yeah. Whatever. Their entire uh, yeah. MO changed in a year. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, Vitola question is from Jacob underscore Rudy's on Instagram. <coughs> I think his name is Jacob, uh, uh, Rud- uh, Rudolph. I think his last name. Uh, if you could, if you had to smoke one Vitola for the rest of your life, what would it be? Something like that. Well, I'm not good I'm question. Not Robusto. Good question. Yeah, Robusto. Robusto. Like a like, give me a size of robusto because everybody has a different robusto size. Um, not 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 super different, but it's how I've seen it five by fifty, five by fifty two, five point two by fifty two. Five by fifty is fine. Mm. Mm, jinx, you owe me a coke. Drew. Uh, number two. Lancero. Number two. Number two size. What that doesn't leave you many like, cigars. Like do, the Monte yeah. Cristo number two? Yeah, that yeah. Money, yeah. Opus makes a number two. All right. Oh, I gotcha. Do you know what that size is? I believe it's a six by... Mm-hmm. Six and something by 52. Yeah, that's good. I nice. think the Opus size is actually different than the Monte size. That doesn't leave you with a lot of choices. I like it. It's good. That's okay. It's a yeah. good size. If if that's if if I could have any cigar in a size, it would be that size. Fair enough. Fair enough. Danny, did you say Lancero? <laughs> <laughs> I was saying I was answering for Drew. Yeah. Lancero. No, uh well my first size of the voyage was a five by fifty robusto, so that's kind of what I was going for. Uh yeah. But then that said, I ended up liking the Toro a little better than that blend. But yeah, I mean, 5 by 50 It's weird that we all kind of, except for Drew. Thanks <laughs> for fucking it up. Yeah. It would be that I mean, or it's Toro. it's almost never bad is the thing, right? It yeah. may or may not be the best one for that cigar, but it's right. never bad. Yeah. I like a Grand Corona, sucks. too. Like a yeah, five and agreed. like a five and a half, like forty six or something, or you know something like yeah. that. That's cool. But again, not a lot of choices. See, I I, I like the five by fifty. Um, it, I know our our legacy, Sultan's a smoke legacy. That was a five by fifty, but I feel like at a fifty two gauge, it has a little bit of a better mouth and hand feel. It feels like a. I don't know. Just feels. A little bit yeah, more, you know what? Um, that's, that's kind of true. The Lost City had a five by fifty-two or five point two by fifty-two or something. Yeah, it was like a weird, weird size like that. I, I really, really like. So maybe that's it. Yeah. Oh, somebody's 
Tired or done with the show? <laughs> Kyle, is that you? Kyle? Man, it's, it's almost 9 o'clock. I am tired as fuck. Almost oh 9 o'clock. I thought I was going to be. Holy shit. I'm old. We're all older than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that say about you? <laughs> Bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in better shape. That's legit. So, so what? What uh, did we have anything else from from the listening base? Uh, from listeners, no. I wrote down a bunch of random stuff though. Uh, so one of the things I wrote down that I think is really funny at this point, um, I think one of the many things people like about this podcast is a look inside Mo's brand as it started and took off. Is anything coming up for Patina that folks would be interested in? Who said this? I he wrote did. that down as a question. Okay, so I just had a car club pull up on me here. With, uh, <laughs> fucking convenient. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> this has been racism with my... <laughs> what? No, you never heard that? <laughs> that, that I've heard it. <laughs> heard That's awesome. Oh, jeez. Sure, you, you might want to delete that. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, have you ever deleted literally anything off the podcast? No. <laughs> no, that that part will happen. I just can't give you a whole spill. <laughs> I don't even know where you're sitting at. But <laughs> All right. So, what were you saying about Patina? <laughs> I was wondering what interesting things Patina has coming up that people would be interested in. Um, two new, uh, a new Vitola for Habano and Kinetic. Four by fifty. Call it the I call it the winter killer, but the official name is precipitation. Um, be a uh, you know uh, a petit robusto, and then um, the Maduro is probably going to go into production within the next couple weeks. Nice. So that'll be coming out. I haven't decided if that's going to see twenty nineteen or just hold off for twenty twenty. Get it out faster. Get it out. Yep. Nah. Push it out. Can't sell it till it's out. That's true. Yeah, that'll be in two Vitolas. That'll uh, initially it'll come out in a uh, Robusto 552 and a Double Toro 656. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that's nice. Just for the cigar. That is uh, <laughs> no, I hope not. I have a Harley, but this is a little motorbike. I don't even know what this is. It's like uh, a moped. No way. That was a moped. No, <laughs> it's about the size of a moped. Okay. Oh, this is hilarious. Took his uh, took his muffler off. Cool. I don't know what these guys are doing. <laughs> I don't even know where they're sitting. At. <laughs> anyway, Cal. Yeah, I mean, I got a couple things. Go so, for it. Fire away. Uh, I've talked to a couple of people recently about a specific cigar maker who I'm not going to name. Where we've all smoked, yeah, we've all smoked things from this cigar maker, and they all mm. taste like fucking gasoline. Any mm. idea what would cause that? Who? We all have? Not you guys, but me and some, some people I've talked to. Shoot, shoot us a text they're, of who it is. They're cigars will, that's taste fine. like gasoline? Absolutely. Absolutely taste like gasoline. And, they never and did before. A, and Oh, they never did before. No, they were good before. Did they 
Okay. Did they change factories? Did they? Is it no, the same no way, cigar really? that now tastes like gasoline and once didn't? Or how? New what, cigars. What? Their new cigars oh, okay. taste like fucking gasoline. Okay. Well, yeah. That I, I don't know. Any idea what would cause such a flavor? Uh, I mean, the only thing even relatively okay, and we're working with the assumption that the this is not infused with anything. Uh, I'd hope not. Uh, oh, infused with gasoline. The only, gasoline. The only thing that should be in a factory that would cause that would be the ammonia that comes out of the tobacco when you ferment it. So, if they're doing something that's fucking up that process. I don't, but still, you would taste ammonia, not necessarily gas. Yeah, yeah it doesn't taste like ammonia. Because I've had a lot of under-fermented tobacco in my day. <clears throat> Here's the thing. The guy might have been cutting the grass, got some gasoline in his fingers, went in, started rolling, and he rolled, you know. A couple know, hundred cigars. A couple, couple hundred cigars. cigars. And they were really strong. And then they went into, a, each one of those cigars went into a different box. And then they got the smell of gasoline on all those boxes. So now you're at 300 boxes. That's, that's the only thing that would ever make sense for it to taste like gasoline. That, you know, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I, oh. couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. I thought do, you guys would know something. Do they smell like it, too? No. Just taste like it? There's just a flavor in there. Wow. In all of that's, them, regardless of tobacco? Um, it's at least the new stuff they're making. Across the board, though, it doesn't matter if it's a Connecticut, a Habano, a Maduro, a Corojo. Just I mean, I don't, of... I don't have enough for a full cross section, but it's okay. several different cigars. Okay. Did you like it? Though? No, God no. Oh. <laughs> you... Which is funny because I actually I don't mind the smell of gas. I don't want to taste it. it though. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Methane. <laughs> <laughs> it's, my, it's my people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, we can move on from that since nobody knows much about it. Um, all right. So here's a here's a big question for you guys. So my understanding is that the number of cigar smokers in the United States is not currently increasing, and it could potentially be decreasing. How do you think we get more people to take up cigars as a hobby? Educate them. About what? Um, so the biggest thing that I see from, like, newbies is smoking shit. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, this is cigar smoking. It's not for me. And then... <laughs> exactly. I gotta get a vest, though. <laughs> Perfect timing. Jeez. Thanks, kid. <laughs> We almost had a deep thought there. They uh, <laughs> yeah, got shat on. They they smoke shit, and then uh, you want to give up. Uh, oh, they the think it's not for them. List. So educating people on on good stuff to smoke, so that they keep smoking. Well, if these guys are any indication of what's coming, um, yeah, that's true. They are literally. They are literally. <laughs> Uh, recording themselves basically fucking popping willies on a moped, so uh, we're in trouble. Uh, but anyway, I think that with <laughs> we talked about wheelie. this a little bit. 
in the sense that... Can you um, get a video of that? <laughs> the, yeah, the newer generation is big on experiences versus having things, right? And I think that if you continue to push cigar smoking as an experience versus um, something old guys do or whatever, um, it will go a long way into making it more appealing to the up-and-coming generation. That's pretty good. I can see that. That's it. it I mean, there's a lot of challenges, right? Like, there's yeah. c- cigar smoking is getting harder and harder. Yeah. And, um, you know, vaping is getting easier and easier. You can do it. You know, yeah. you can do it in your car without it smelling, right? And it's not. Yeah. You can do it. You can do it in school without it smelling. And, I mean, these kids are. Uh, there's no like, real like, cigar smoking competitions like there are with, make the biggest cloud <laughs> with little vape competitions, yeah. right? So, I mean, it's 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 going to be tough. Um, I think that uh, you know at some point. I think at some point the, the cigar smoking age is going to actually go up because at some point, you know, the vape thing has to, the, the competitive vaping, right. Or the billowing of smoke vaping has got to die down. Right. At some point you're like, all right, man, I look kind of weird doing this. Right. Well, did, guys, you, did you see what the jewel CEO came out and said, basically, we don't know the effects of vape. <laughs> I would say that too. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Even if I totally knew it. <laughs> Yeah, tobacco tobacco's natural. Mm-hmm. Well, who knows what all that shit's gonna do? Oh yeah. I mean tobacco, yeah. I get it. They and even that's kinda iffy, but cancer and all, but you know what you're getting when you get into it. Yeah. Vaping. Right. We'll find out in another ten years. <laughs> uh, I think I think it's less than that. Yeah. No. Legit. But I mean, to th- I mean, that's a that is a that is a man. If we really knew the answer to that, we would be doing it, right? Like, yeah. Um, you you got to kind of how do you kind of continue the demand for your product to go as like business across the board? Like, how do you how do you continue the the demand for Popeye's chicken? Right, like, where you make you get this crazy marketing campaign with your chicken sandwich, right? And then and now you're selling stuff out and getting people to go to your. So it's just like, I mean, that's a that's a question for any business that sells uh, anything, a service, a widget, a mm-hmm. cigar. It's like, how do you how do you continue that across the years? Right. So, um, sure. You know, thankfully, not right now. The guy that's 25, he'll probably be smoking for the next 30, 40 years. So it's not necessarily something we got to worry about right now not even not even worry about but just but it's not getting any easier that's an that's an industry thing though not just like aroma oh i mean obviously you guys are trying to figure out how to sell more cigars but no i mean you guys i mean aren't gonna single-handedly change the industry so i mean that'd be awesome if you did but No, no, I meant no, I meant overall as an industry. Yeah, you know that's a que- that's a question that you know everyone but, asks. Um, but the industry as a know. whole has to get on board with it, not just Romacraft or Patina. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Here we go. 
Here we go. Fucking moped race over there. Yeah. Um, one of the things I've wondered about for a while is like, like wine, for example, has like a huge amount of education, a huge amount of right and wrong answers. Yes. <laughs> Let's wrap that up. Uh, they agree. Um, <laughs> cigars don't have that, right? That's not accessible for the average person. Sure. Is that an actual difference, or is that something that like is only for nerds that are already smoking? Well, first of all, wine wine drinking is just so much more socially acceptable, and you could do it anywhere without people judging you, right? Um, <laughs> I still and, and I still get like you know, let's say I'm I'm on a sidewalk, or if I'm walking and I have a cigar, you'll always get those fake coughs, stuff like that. But a person can go out stumbling all over themselves, acting like a jackass, and that's cool. You know, that's hashtag living my best life. It's absolutely amazing. So you're battling this already negative, this preconceived notion about what cigar smoking is about, right? So it's a little bit harder to to get a mass audience to to want to have interest in your in your field or your product. And, and then on top of that, you have all of the organizations that are so anti-tobacco, and we get lumped into that stuff. Yeah. So, just a little bit different. But, I mean, yeah. think, about, think about all the factory tours, you know, and, and just the, the amount of opportunities that, some, you know, some cigar companies like Drew Estate or Perdomo or even Mombacho or whatever, or, or Roma has people visiting their factory that, or, or the, your headquarters, especially in Austin, Danny, you know, these are opportunities for education, but these are people that are already into it. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> it's legit. Cool. Uh, so let's switch gears a little bit. Uh, Drew, I had a question for you. Yes. Because <laughs> we need to have some fucking question for Drew. Uh, Go ahead. So, Drew, you... <laughs> oh, did he get muted again? So Drew, what you got? Oh, now Mo's muted. I didn't. I didn't mute Mo. <laughs> that was on him. Uh-huh. He's muting himself. Uh, yeah, you Drew, guys. You guys so, don't need to hear the moped championships. <laughs> that's true. All right, so Drew, you like you're all about working out, right? If you could only do one exercise for the rest of your life, what would you pick? Arms, man. Training like uh, like curls. Cur- you just do curls. Curls for the girls. Like, ignoring the fact that your legs would be bizarrely weird. Yeah, yeah. Arms. You got one exercise. What are you going to do? Squats? Then you, I don't know. Then you won't have an upper body. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so curls it is. Curls. What's your weight for curls? Uh, like a bar curl? Dumbbell sure. curl? Whatever you hold something and you curl it. Hammer curl. Uh, I don't know. I. You're 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 acting like I know the answer to any of those questions. Well, there's a bunch of different curls. (laughs) Uh, Bar curls probably the one that you would pick. The one the one that you would pick for the rest of your life. How I don't know. One thirty-five. That seems like more than the twelve ounces that I prefer. Very cool. 
for all the all right. ner- n- for all the for all the nerds out there that might know, uh, Franco wow. Colombo passed away on uh, what last Friday. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. believe that, man. So sad. I guess uh, I I hadn't heard yet, but I guess some maybe drowning or a heart attack while swimming is kind of what I'd heard on Friday. It's but, probably because he didn't work his legs off. That guy did. Freaking strong, yeah, he man. Is, he is a monster. <laughs> well, you know, listen. Listen, and this, this is an important lesson for people, okay? And, and Drew, you and I both obviously know who, who he was um, in an era of bodybuilding where, you know, steroids really weren't that potent as they are now. Can we agree on that, Drew? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yet a lot of these guys were still on them. And there are a lot of people now that are using performance-enhancing drugs, whether it's steroids or HGH or whatever. And what you don't understand is that a lot of these things are going to have negative effects on you, particularly as you get older and your blood is not pumping it the way it was when you were 20 or whatever. And if you are considering taking anything like that, you know, please think it over a million times because it's potentially fatal. And it could change the course of your life. I mean, not to be somber, but Drew, I mean, dude, you, you've been around it. Yeah. Yeah. Care to shed some light? Uh, man, I don't know. I don't, I'm curious to see, um, I, I, this is a whole topic we could dive into, but I'm curious to see somebody like, like Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. Well, he's been in the hospital for the last year. His back though. He's had back surgery over and over. So, I mean, I'm curious to see. One, how old does he actually get, and what complications does he get once he actually gets there? Type of thing. That that would be, and and I get it. That's one guy, but dude, you know he was on some shit <laughs> for a long time, and probably still is actually. Um, and somebody like Jay Cutler too. See see what happens to these guys. I know a lot of. I I have mixed things with it. I, especially being in the industry in the past that the people that uh, I guess it gets a bad rap because they're doing steroids, but they're also doing everything else. So a lot of the younger guys are out partying, doing different kinds of party drugs and they're doing painkillers because they're in pain and their joints are in pain because they're not letting themselves heal. And they're doing sleeping meds because they're not sleeping. And then they go out and drive their car because they forgot they took their sleeping meds and they're wrecking their car and dying type of thing. So I'm curious to see the ones that are probably more responsible, per se, (laughs) if it's really a steroid thing or if it's a total abuse thing of the whole gamut of drugs. Cocktails. Yeah. All right. So so let's take this here to the... Okay, you're right, first of all. But would you agree that for for some of these people that steroids or whatever could be a gateway drug to some of this other stuff? Because you're now getting used to putting stuff in your body. You're used to shooting yourself up with a needle, for example. Is it a gateway? I guess it could be. I guess it depends on the person, too, though. I mean, if you're susceptible to that. Um, Dorian Yates has done a lot of interviews, and... He took steroids. He admits it. He, he couldn't have been Olympia without it. And as soon as he was done competing, he went 
he went done. I don't know, cold turkey or whatever, but he was done, and he's never done it since. And he's like, I did it to do this job and to win Mr. Olympia. And as soon as I was done doing that, there's no sense in taking him, and I'm I'm done. He still lives that, you know, active lifestyle. And, I mean, obviously I don't know the ins and outs of his party lifestyle, if he does that or not. But So some of those bodybuilders are like that. But I think that's the intelligent ones. And I think a lot of the younger ones probably do abuse that because they don't know, oh, Phil Heath doesn't go out every weekend and party it up or, you know, Jay Cutler and do all this other crap. They're actually yeah. living the lifestyle of a bodybuilder that is pretty sheltered. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I actually had the opportunity to have dinner with Phil Heath. And if anybody doesn't know Phil Heath is, he was seven time Mr. Olympia. Yes. True? Yes. Um, and yeah, he's, not a party guy, just not his thing. So, more of a chill dude. But yeah, man, it's it's fascinating. It's fascinating. We lost the other two guys. Yeah, well, no, I'm listening. Most are listening. I'm listening. <laughs> but but the point is, is that there are to, to build on Cal's original question. There are so many things that are socially acceptable in out in in society that are far worse for people than a cigar ever will be. Yep. Absolutely. And that's what makes it so difficult to sit there and say there's one answer for gaining more cigar smokers. Well, we even talked about what last week, right? About the um how Johnson and Johnson, wasn't it? It was being sued and all, wasn't that last week? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the opioids. I mean, come on. Their settlement. <laughs> that crap is terrible, and it's a huge, huge epidemic. Doctors are still prescribing it left and right for whatever. But guess, guess what they have that we don't? Cash money. Lots of money. Cash money <laughs> and a strong lobby. <laughs> and a very strong lobby, and I'm not Those talking about the thing you together. walk into. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And so until that changes, we're going to continue to face an uphill battle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. There we go. All right, Drew, it's the moment that we've all been waiting for. What what moment is that? (laughs) Deep. (laughs) Well, that'll be all, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Next week it is. <laughs> he still hasn't figured out he's muted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. The least deep thought I've ever heard. Oh, boy. Well, next week it is. <laughs> I'm going to go on another laughing spree. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. All right, guys. Have a good one. (laughs) 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 Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. 
Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.